If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Now is the time to prep for flu season. You're probably really frustrated by that statement, but here's why. The California Department of Public Health wants residents, that's you, to get vaccinated against the flu. Now, public health officers say it's the best way to prevent serious illness and reduce the spread to others. Unfortunately, I get the flu every year somehow, some way, uh, so I'm definitely going to get vaccinated this yeah, year. Yeah, same here. I, if I don't, I'll be out of work for a week, at least because of the flu. Can't have that. I don't want to be here alone. <laughs> they say flu vaccinations keep people out of the hospital and that keeps the healthcare system open to help with other illnesses during the winter. In California, flu activity usually begins to increase in late November or December and doctors are urging a flu vaccine by the end of October. So according to experts, that's when you should get your flu shot by. If you're interested, definitely go do it now. Well, Serena Williams is thinking about pulling a Tom Brady, uh, the 23-time Grand Slam champion, was a guest on The Tonight Show Tuesday night where she discussed her retirement decision. And Jimmy Fallon asked Serena, there's no chance of you pulling a Tom Brady? So there's there's no chance of you evolving into a coming back p- p- pickleball. You know what, Tom? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Tom ball. Brady started an amazing trend. <laughs> So Jimmy Fallon asked Serena if there was anyone who knew about her retirement plans, and she said the only person that knew at one point about it was my therapist because verbalizing meant that it was real. So only time will tell if uh, Serena will unretire one day, but she said there's so much she still wants to accomplish in tennis, so not sure what that means. Maybe she'll be back. Who knows? Amber, is it just me, or does Luke Combs like release a new song every single week or at least it feels like pretty often yeah well luke combs album growing up came out on june 24th and he's already giving us more yesterday luke combs posted a tiktok video of himself performing a new song called days like these Just when you think Luke Combs can't make a better love song, he says, hold on, hold my beer. Uh, No word yet on when the song is coming out or if it is at all, but we all want new music from Luke Combs. The only morning show in my life. Amber and Tanner. I listen all morning long. Froggy 92.9. Have you ever ditched a date or have you ever been ditched? Serena Williams was recently doing an interview with Jimmy Fallon when she said she once walked out on a date. She refused to say who she walked out on. And I'm not dancing. Right. I'm out of there. Really? Yeah. I'm not even the thing. You're just going, I'll be right back? Or do you like... Well, I've done that actually on a date once. I, uh... <laughs> on a date once? Yeah was not having a great it was years ago obviously but it was not having a great date and so i just went to the bathroom and never came back i went to the bathroom and never came back when you're serena williams you don't have time for bad dates i just think it's so (laughs) messed up to go to the bathroom and not come back it is it is but she did this because she's Serena Williams and she doesn't have time for bad dates. What if they were treating her terribly? I think there's a certain line where if they're treating you so bad, you can do it. However, for the most part, I think you can at least go up to them and say, hey, I'm just not having a good time. I got to go. Okay, so this sounds like it's coming from some experience. It is. 
It really is. I've been stood up on a date before. I'll never forget. I was going to go to Zoo Lights, which was like a Christmas lights show back in my home state of Washington. It's awesome. And I was really excited about it. It was the first time I was going to take a girl out on a date when I had a car. Her name's Cynthia, and she stood me up. And I said, you know, we'll meet there and everything like that. And the awkward thing was, is I sat right behind her in a class and we didn't talk to each other ever again. Cynthia, that's not, that doesn't sound like a person your age. You, do you want, I'll drop <laughs> last names here. No, I'll show you her no, Instagram no, no, no. right out. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just saying that like someone named Cynthia (laughs) (laughs) had the gall to stand you up. Yeah, she she did. And I'll show you her Instagram right when we get off the air and I would love to know. I just want to point out there's nothing wrong with the name Cynthia, but come on. Your name is Cynthia. If your name is Stand Up Tanner. If your name is Cynthia, Amber hates you. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I hate this Cynthia. (laughs) Have you ever ditched a date or uh, have you been ditched before? I've never ditched a date. Uh, I I have been ditched before. Uh, it was before the date actually happened. Uh, luckily, I could tell he was this person. I won't say his name uh, was not going to follow through. Uh, and I texted him day of, and I was like, "Hey, are we, are we still going to hang out? Like, are we still going to do things?" And he just ghosted me. Dang. And then a couple of days later, he said, "Sorry, something came up," but I didn't believe him. So nothing I didn't, came up. Yeah, I didn't believe him. So I. I I, I never talked to him again. <laughs> <laughs> Kenzie from Santa Rosa, what happened to you? Um, I went on a date with my friend's brother, Ooh. and it was awful. I mean, it wasn't great, but like I sat there and I tried my hardest. I knew that it was my friend's brother, so I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. Right. He got up and said he had to go to the bathroom, and then 15 minutes later, I got a text, and it said... Hey, I'll Venmo you for dinner, but what? I just couldn't do it anymore. Here we go! Isn't this a brand new day? Wake up! Sonoma County wakes up with Amber and Tanner. On Froggy 92.9. Deep in the deep end of the time off. I don't know what she would, how she would answer that. I mean, it doesn't seem... It, I, I, she's still on my phone, literally. If you look at my phone, it says my girlfriend. All right, is it A, Blake Shelton? B, Luke Bryan? Or C, Brad Paisley? Brandon from Runner Park, what's your guess? Who's in the dive bar? Uh, Blake Shelton. Brandon. That is correct! Congratulations, you won tickets to Birmingham. Thank you. Who are you going to take with you? Uh, my fiance, Ashley. All right, well, we'll see you there. It's happening at Pingrove Park this Saturday, and you're going thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning, Target 92.9. What have you done for concert tickets? Luke Holmes was recently performing in Maine when several young children held up a sign that read, We made 100 bucks stacking five cords of wood. We bought two Luke Holmes tickets. That is dedication. So Luke ended up seeing this sign and said, okay, I got a question for y'all. How much did, did it cost y'all to be here? Y'all paid $200, $200 a piece? Oh my God, I think I only have $140 right here. Pay yourselves back. I'll get you some more later. Luke Combs is proving again <laughs> yes. that he is awesome. And uh, he's the type of artist that people will go above and beyond to go see. Well, 
it's really inspiring that these kids worked so hard, did something themselves just to go to a concert. Uh, Tanner, have you done something like this for concert tickets maybe when you were younger? Because, I mean, even these days, to be honest, concerts are pretty expensive. 200 bucks a piece for these kids to go see Luke Combs. It's pretty pricey. Uh, yeah, I mean, I loved ACDC when I was a kid, and my dad told me, well, if you maintain the whole backyard for six months, you can get ACDC tickets. What? And I did it, but he never gave me the ACDC tickets, so I think he just used me. <laughs> oh my God, Tanner, that's really sad. <laughs> I, I laugh about it now, but I was heartbroken when it happened. And oh he gosh. told me, he goes, well, the ACDC show happened two months ago. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Um, well, I commend you for still making the backyard nice in your home. I'm sure it looked wonderful. Yeah. Uh, so I worked for a company in high school and into college where I had to go to concerts and shows and I had to pass out stickers and merch and I had to take pictures of people holding the stickers and the merch of like other bands and things like that. It was a lot of work. They paid for my gas, but the other payment was concert tickets. So I had to go and do these things for other bands, but they would get me into shows for free. That's awesome. So I got to see a lot of great concerts for free, but it was it was still some work and worth it. I love music so much I didn't mind it. Yeah. Uh, but we did ask on Facebook, facebook.com slash Amber and Tanner in the morning, what have you done for concert tickets? Matt from Runner Park said, I strictly drive Uber on the side just so I can go to concerts. Yay! <laughs> uh, Jamie from Pingrove says, I didn't eat out for a month. I used the month I the money I would have spent on food to go see Dirk Spentley. And Greg from Guerneville said, made bad financial decisions. With Amber and Tanner. Good morning! Today's country, Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. Is it the 90s again because Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera are feuding? So Christina Aguilera has unfollowed Britney Spears on Instagram over a very controversial post that body shamed Christina's backup dancers. Now, the social media snub came shortly after Britney posted a lengthy caption on Monday saying, I wish I could have chosen the nannies for my children, my dancers, etc. I mean, if I had Christina Aguilera's dancers, I would have looked extremely small. I mean, why not talk about it? The thing is, Britney posted this caption along with the quote, I found there's only one way to look thin, hang out with fat people. Uh Uh-oh. So, Forrest fans in the comments had a hard time supporting Britney on this one. Someone said, body shaming others is not the move, Britney. And Britney is speaking out about the matter now. And she's saying that she did not body shame Christina Aguilera. So, she posted something on Tuesday and she explained that what she posted had more to do with her insecurities. And she went on to praise Christina and thanked her for inspiring her. Britney said, by no means was I being critical of Christina's beautiful body. What I posted is rejection of the insecurities I deal with all the time as a result of how my parents and the media have treated me. I would never intentionally body shame anyone because I know what it feels like. Now, personally, I think what we're seeing with Britney is unfortunately her finally being able to express herself after years of control. People I know that... 
people can stop emotionally maturing when trauma b- begins. So Brittany is expressing herself like someone in their early 20s or maybe even in their late teens. What she's feeling and what she's experiencing is totally normal. Uh, but again, unfortunately, we're seeing a lot of this unfold on social media and right before our eyes. So it can seem extremely toxic. Uh, but do you think it's time for Brittany to stop figuring out life on social media? Or is this a part of her learning how to figure out life since she was controlled for so long? Do you think she was purposely trying to body shame Christina? What do you think's going on here? Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. You, you, you pretty good at trivia? Is this a question? Once you stop testing yourself, you get slow. Answer my question or you'll be standing, standing. tall before the man. 27% of dogs own one of these. What is it? Here's a clue. It's not a toy. Another clue, something they wear. A final clue for you. Hope this helps. Wet. Amanda from Santa Rosa, what's your guess for today's Mindbender? Is it a raincoat? Amanda, that is correct. Congratulations. You have won tickets to Dustin Saylor's album release party. Does your dog own a raincoat? Um, No, but she has a backpack. (laughs) Oh, that's perfect. A backpack? I absolutely love it. The show's happening tomorrow at Coyote Sonoma in Healdsburg. And Amanda from Santa Rosa, you're going to see Dustin Saylor thanks to which morning show? Amber and Jenner in the morning. Froggy, 92.9. What country song gets stuck in your head all the time? So I actually have a country song to annoy my girlfriend. And she loves the song, and I love the song. And she complains to me that Tyler Hubbard's 5'9 is always stuck in her head. God makes 5'9 It is a total earworm, and if... You're not careful, it'll be stuck in your head all day. And so I'll just say random lines from the song and it'll get stuck in her head and I use it kind of like a weapon. I'll stay I'll say stuff like, you know, Cam, wouldn't you agree that Jack makes good whiskey? <laughs> good years make good swings and just based off of those lines, they get stuck in her head. It's a really good song. It's very catchy. I personally love that Tyler Hubbard is going solo and making some good tunes like these and I completely understand it. I get songs stuck in my head all the time. What's an example of one? Every single morning when I wake up and I stumble out of bed and I go to the kitchen and I make myself some coffee for my Keurig, of course I get Dolly Varden's 9 to 5 stuck in my head. Working nine to five. I technically don't work nine to five. I relate to this song so much. You're working five to five. Yeah, it gets it gets harder and harder every day to wake up and pour myself a cup of ambition. <laughs> we asked you on Instagram, what country song gets stuck in your head all the time? And here's what you said. Tom from Windsor says, friends in low places is always stuck in my head. Danielle from Bodega said, fancy like, I can't help it. Yeah, we fancy like Applebee's on a date night. Chris from Santa Rosa says, half of my hometown. Half of my hometown still hanging around. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Tara. Barry Martindale has an issue with her backyard, and Tara's not going to like it. 
Hello? Hi, is this Tara? Yes, who's this? Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services here. I was informed that you created a fire pit in your backyard. Yeah, is there a problem? Uh, the problem is, is that you've been having friends over, and my client is offended that they didn't get an invite. Who is your client? None of your business. Excuse me? Their discretion and their privacy is important to me at this time. Due to this, we're going to have to demand that you get rid of that fire pit due to a new harassment suit that we are working on against you. So, you're working on a harassment suit against me for a fire pit, and I can't know who bringing up this suit. That's crazy. It sounds like he nailed it right on the head. Do you understand the terms? No, because it's stupid. Who, who, who gave you my number in the first place? My client gave me your phone number, so you're going to okay. have to understand where we're coming from here, and we think you're incredibly rude for not including my client in your parties. Well, your client sounds stupid. Because I can include whoever I want, and that person sounds very anal, and that's probably why they don't have an invite to my party. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. I was literally about to hang up on you. Listen to Amber and Tanner in the morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Why do you think people just don't answer the phone anymore? Hello? Well, I called my mom the other day. I was upset because she didn't answer. <laughs> and not only did she not answer, uh, I told you all this, Tanner, but she proceeded to send me videos and memes on like Facebook and Instagram and even TikTok. And I finally got to the point and I was like, woman, I called you. What could have been so important? Like, I'm your life. Yeah. Like, why are you not answering the phone? She wouldn't call me back. She just kept sending me those videos on Facebook and Instagram. And I'm like, what has happened? What is going on? I feel so guilty saying this, but I do the exact same thing to people all the time. It's hilarious that you can go through three apps, (laughs) but not the phone app. I mean, it's great that she's still communicating with me. Yeah. That's fine. But why aren't you answering the phone? (laughs) I had something important to tell her. I think in our world... That's where we're going towards. Like, we don't answer phone calls anymore. It's all about text messages, Instagram memes, and it's becoming our new way of communication. And it's funny that it's flipped. Like, usually it's the mom complaining that the daughter doesn't answer or communicate, and now it's me. I feel like the mom and the adult in the situation. (laughs) And I'm like, quit being on Facebook and Instagram all the time. (laughs) Call me. What am I going to have to do? Take away your phone? I mean, Mom. <laughs> so why, I mean, why don't you think people answer the phone anymore? You said like, that's the way the world is going yeah. now. I think it makes reasons? a lot of people feel anxious because they're kind of put on the spot in one way or another and they can't type a message and then delete it, then go again. Uh, personally, I like phone calls. I like FaceTime a lot, um, but I think that's where the world's going a little bit. Oh, I hate FaceTime. I'll do a phone call all day. Don't FaceTime me. Okay. I don't like it. That's good for me to know. Just write it. Well, you would never FaceTime me. <laughs> Probably you not. Do it. You see me enough. <laughs> I don't want to see her face. You call me about one thing. You're just like, hey, can you do can you do this tomorrow? Okay. Well, we did ask on Facebook. Um, sorry, no, Instagram. See, I don't even know what's what anymore. <laughs> Is it TikTok? Um, <laughs> we asked on TikTok. Uh, no, uh, we asked what are some reasons people don't answer the phone anymore on at Amber and Tanner in the morning on our story. We're getting a lot of great responses. 
responses. Like Diane from Sebastopol, the smartphone ruined the joy of phone calls. Do you think that's because, you know, we used to wait for a phone call from our friends all the time and yeah. now we can just talk to them through text messaging? I remember sitting in my kitchen waiting for my friends to call. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mom, no, Al Alden's calling me. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Jeff from Hillsburg says, it's because we have to deal with the flood of scammy robocalls, which makes the sound of your phone buzzing about 900% more annoying than it used to be. That's true, too. That's a very good point. Yeah. Zoe from Windsor said, texting is more convenient. I don't have time anymore for an unwanted and unscheduled phone call. Oh, man, imagine my mom saying that about me. <laughs> <laughs> Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. Moving out. Moving out. Have you ever had a mishap when you were moving? So our sales staff at Froggy 92.9 are moving to our new location on Mendocino Avenue in Santa Rosa today. And here in the studio, we're going to be moving in a few weeks. And it's a, it's a very exciting time. Uh, but sometimes when you move, a mishap can happen. Amber, whenever you've moved, have you ever had a mishap happen? Uh, yeah, so I was moving from my first apartment in college into uh, another apartment, and I left my Christmas tree in the storage unit at my old apartment, and Man. I didn't realize until a couple of days later. <laughs> I was like, oh no, I left my Christmas tree, and it was too late to go back because someone had already moved in. Yeah. You know, when in those apartment housings, they're so quick to move everybody in and out. I was like, they probably threw it away. It's like 12 hours, and then someone set up their lives where you used to live. <laughs> yeah, it used to be uh, our old fake Christmas tree that I grew up with, so I was like, dang. Imagine the new tenants that moved in, they opened that storage and go, oh sweet, a Christmas tree. I didn't know apartment <laughs> or homes came with that. <laughs> yes, they're so lucky to have this old fake Christmas tree. What about you? Uh, so when I moved into my last apartment, I had movers. Very fortunate to have that. I couldn't move all that stuff by myself. And when I moved, the arm on my couch broke. It just snapped off. So for the first six months where I had that apartment, I just didn't have an arm on my couch and nails oh. were sticking out. And the movers also dropped an entire box of dishes. Oh, I'd have been so mad. I had to ask one of our co-workers to go to Costco because they had a membership and pick me up some dishes. <laughs> Good. Okay. Well, at least you got some brand new dishes out of it. Yeah. It's I scored. Stinks that they dropped all those things. <laughs> so annoying. On our Froggy Facebook page, we're all talking about moving mishaps. Here's what you said. Abel from Bennett Valley said, of course, when we moved from California to Minnesota, the movers lost the screws to our dining room table legs. Renee from Runner Park said, have you not had a mishap when you were moving? <laughs> <laughs> Dean from Santa Rosa says, I was helping my new son-in-law move and lost his glap, glap, <laughs> glass top table out of my truck. We had a glass cleanup on Industrial Drive. Absolutely embarrassing. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, the show that's much like a morning show, roughly speaking. It's the Amber Showdown! Jason from Lake County, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Yes, I am. This is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Jason, once you're done, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. All right. You want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Yeah, you're going down, Amber. Amber's running out of the studio. Her record's 525 wins and 42 losses. Here is question number one. 
Bob Saget's death motivated John Stamos to write an autobiography. These two were co-stars on what sitcom? Wow. Correct. Question two. Garth Brooks lost 50 pounds so he could perform better. Who is Garth Brooks married to? Uh, uh, Faith Hill. Incorrect. Question three. Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> says he will tour again. What band was Ozzy in before he went solo? Iron Maiden. Incorrect. <laughs> Question four. Luke Combs teased a new song called Days Like These. Can you guess Luke Combs' middle name? Is it A, Albert, B, Lee, or C, John? Lee. Incorrect. <laughs> and question five. David Harbour is going to be Santa Claus in a movie called Violent Night. David plays a character named Jim Hopper in what major Netflix show? Oh, I don't know. That's okay. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber Jason from Lake County got one and a half out of five today. Did he make these tough questions? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm a little nervous then. Question one. Bob Saget's death motivated John Stamos to write an autobiography. These two were co-stars on what sitcom? Full House. Correct. Jason also got that correct. One to one is the score. Question two. Garth Brooks lost 50 pounds so he could perform better. Who is Garth Brooks married to? Trisha Yearwood. Correct. Jason from Lake County got that incorrect. Amber's up 2-1. Question three. Ozzy Osbourne says he'll tour again. What band was Ozzy in before he went solo? Black Sabbath. Correct. Jason from Lake County got that incorrect. Amber, you're up 3-1. to one. Question four. Luke Combs teased a new song called Days Like These. Can you guess Luke Combs' middle name? Is it A, Albert, B, Lee, or C, John? I, I think it's Lee. That is incorrect. I was looking for Albert. Oh, that sounds terrible. Luke Albert right. Combs. <laughs> <laughs> Jason from Lake County agrees. The score is still 3-1. to one. Amber's up, and here's question number five. David Harbour is going to be Santa Claus in a movie called Violent Night. David plays a character named Jim Hopper in what major Netflix show? Stranger Things. Correct. The final score, Amber wins four to one and a half. Jason from Lake County, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown, and you got to say the phrase. Oh, I'm not smarter than Amber. You may have not won the Amber Showdown today, but first of all, at least your name isn't Albert, and second of all, you're still getting those four-pack weekend passes to Stagecoach. Yeah. Yeah. You are going to Stagecoach thanks to which morning show, Jason? Amber and Tanner in the morning at Foggy Night 2.9. So do you form an opinion about people based on the emojis they use? Adobe just released the results of a big old study they did on emojis, and it includes lists of the emojis that make people more or less likable, and the ones we're about to talk about are specifically when flirting or dating. Uh, so, Tanner, what are the most likable emojis? I'm glad that these are flirting and dating because if I sent you one of these emojis, I'm pretty sure you'd have a heart attack. Uh, the three that make you the most likable are the face blowing a kiss, mwah, the smiling face with hearts, and the smiling face with heart eyes. I mean, if you sent those, I would just assume they were meant for your girlfriend because you've done that to me before. Yeah. You're like, hi, sugar pie, honey bun. Sorry, I fell asleep. <laughs> I was like, what? You're like, what did you just send me right Sir. now? I'm going to make fun of you for the rest of your life because of this. Sorry. <laughs> I haven't brought that up in a long time. I That's very true. Okay, the three that make you least likable, the emojis, are the pile of poo, <laughs> the yellow angry face, and the eggplant. So be careful when you're asking someone if they want eggplant parmesan for dinner. <laughs> yeah. I disagree. I send the pile of poo one all the time. I definitely use that as like a smiley face emoji. So, <laughs> But again, these are when you're dating. So, yeah. you know, neither of us have this issue because we're 
in relationships. But if you're trying to flirt with someone, don't use a pile of poo. <laughs> I'm just going to start sending random emojis that have nothing to do with the text message at all and Wait, see if my girlfriend catches on. I do that all the time to people. They're like, what? Why did you... <laughs> Why'd you send the stop sign? I'm like, I, I don't know. Uh, it isn't all flirting, though. 73% of emoji users think people who use emojis are friendlier, funnier, and cooler than those who don't. Do you agree with that? I do. And sometimes when people don't use emojis, this is going to make me sound really immature. I think they're mad at me. <laughs> like, there's been a couple times <laughs> no. where Amber's texts me and I'm like, are you mad at me? She's like, no, I just didn't use an emoji. <laughs> <laughs> Has that ever really happened? I didn't use an emoji. Well, yeah. yeah. Maybe I don't. Maybe we're talking about something serious like work. I won't use an emoji. Yeah, you use but... proper punctuation and periods on your sentences. And I'm like, what? I have to. Yeah. It drives me crazy. I like when I use emojis. I like when people use emojis. But if, if it's not grammatically correct and proper punctuation, I feel like it makes me look dumb. Well, you must hate text messages from me then. <laughs> no. Amber and Tanner. Amber and Tanner. In between sips of coffee. Good morning. Good morning. I just love the show. Froggy 92.9.